Corresponding to Tavis of the previous year, fourth month of Tavis. <clears throat> Which is the month, of course, of the yard side of the Alter Rebbe. Today we talk about Avinu Harisha and our first father, Avram, which in Chesidus, Alter Rebbe is the first father, the first of the seven. <clears throat> Says the Rebbe, Avinu Harisha and Avram, Iglal Avidasim, Siris Nefesh, the Farsim, the Kusis Barich, Kela Achad, the Chobnei Ha'ilam, our original father, our first father, Avram, Abraham, because of his work, with sacrifice, which is not a good enough translation for the word Mesiris Nefesh, because Mesiris Nefesh means to give away your life. Right? The, ulti- the ultimate sacrifice. But in life, it doesn't mean death necessarily. In general, when someone has Mesiris Nefesh, it means where you break your, you break your very, something which is core to your identity, something which doesn't fit into who you are. And that's a, it's a death. It's a death of your previous self in a, in a real way. It's a sacrifice. Mesiris Nefesh. So because he had a Mesiris Nefesh, in order to make known, widespread, disseminate um, Hashem's godliness, Kel Echad, um, the one God, this is a reference to a famous Gemara and on a Pasuk. It says, Vayikrasham b'shem Hashem kel Eilam. That uh, he called out, he declared there, he announced the God of the world. And the Gemara says, Al tikra vayikra el vayakri, that he made everyone else call. That he, he spread the name of the, he spread the word of Hashem to the entire world. In the Pasuk it says, Kel Eilam. Which Sochsidus says that it doesn't say Kel Ha'ilam, the God of the world. Hey, but it says Kel Ilam, which is a very funny expression. Those of you who know Hebrew, it should say, right? Heshi is now studying Hebrew. It should say Kel Ha'echad, Ha'ilam, not Kel Ilam. Sochsidus explains that he explained to everyone that there's no such thing as the world, there's only one God. And which means that God exists and nothing else really exists. Everything is an extension of God. So it's really Kel Echad. One God to all the people of the world. We know famously what the, the Gemara says and the Medrash, how he got people to uh, believe in God. One of the main ways was his hospitality. And he, and he was a source of, uh, of goodness and kindness to everyone around him. And then when he told them that they should thank God for all of the bounty, they told him, we don't believe in God. We're not going to bless God. So he said, if so, I'm going to charge you top dollar. Top dollar. How are you going to find such a filet mignon, such a, such a beautiful piece of meat like this? Where are you going to find such a bottle of wine? And then they decided to bench. Right? Why, why would they do this trick? What, what, what's that mean? When he blackmailed them? What's Pshat Mechol? Hadav Mechol. So I heard from my father, Pshat is, he told them that if this is the name of the game, if there's no God, then it's all, about, it's all there is is money. All there is is money. It's all about money. It's all ego. 
It's you look out for number one. That's it. There's no God. You know, I gave you, I gave you a delicious meat. Pay up, cough up the money. Um, only if there's a God is the bechlau, the whole concept of chesed chinam, of uh, you know, etc. Yeah, in, in the Gemara actually in Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch in Simen Kuf Nun Vav, it says in the mitzvah of Allah the Bedroch of going in Hashem's way, it says Mahu Chanun, Avat Chanun. What does Chanun mean? Gracious. So the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch teaches Chanun means that you do, you do kindness to people without expectation of anything in return, right? Not like in America, everything's tit for tat, quid pro quo. Everything's a hustle. Anyways, so the Rebbe says that because he had Mesiris Nefesh, he literally gave up his life. He was thrown into a pit, to a fire. He was thrown in prison for 10 years. Right? He, he made the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice, in order to what? To spread godliness in the world. That was his... That, because he did that, Avedah, what was his Zoycha? So what did he merit? Zoycha... He merited a tremendous chus, and this comes from God Almighty Himself. What did He merit? That Hashem said that I'm going to bequeath to your offspring, to those who come from you, literally come from you, until the end of time, this a pure, simple faith, an unquestioning faith. In God and His, and his Torah. Right? And a Jew has this, by the way. Which is why the Rebbe writes in letters that if a Jew is getting sveikas and emunah in his brain and, and it's bothering him, the eitz is not to sit and argue and prove to yourself that there's God. The proof is to be Messiah das. Stop thinking about the sveikas. It's coming from the Yitzhahara. It's coming from the Satan. And the moment you stop thinking about it, you'll discover and you reject those thoughts completely. You'll discover after a few days or a few weeks that you have your emunah just as strong as ever. Because a Yid never lost his amuna in the first place. A Yid has absolute amuna to Hira. If a Jew tells you, I'm an atheist, you look him in, your, in his eye and you tell him, you're a liar, you're lying through your teeth. I don't believe one word coming out of your mouth right now. <clears throat> you're a dishonest person. I don't know if I could trust you in business. I'm joking. The, uh, sometimes a person is not aware. As we know, trauma blocks out certain parts of the brain. Or as Rav Shmuel teaches me, the word is trauma. Trauma. Huh? Trauma. Trauma. Okay, got it. Uh, parts of the brain where a person, it's offline, so they don't even know that they, that, you know, they don't even understand what's happening with themselves. So what's the Rebbe's point? He says, this is the climax. The Chal Ish V'isha B'Yisrael. Every man and woman in Israel. What did Hashem give us? Hashem gave us the fuel that fueled the activity of Avram Avinu. So once you understand that you have the exact same level of emunah, that Hashem is an absolute reality like Avram Avinu, emunah tahira, every year that has the koyach vaiz, has the absolute power, strength, might, ability, we're worth all to be moiser nefesh, Allah teira kdoisha, for teira. And by, the, by way of extrapolation, a dissemination of Torah, not just for Torah, for your own observance of Torah. We see from here that really Yiddishkeit began with Shlichus. Yiddishkeit didn't begin in Lakewood with self-preservation and, uh, and self, uh, 
aggrandization, right? No, Yiddish guy began of making sure that every Arab in the desert and every Bedouin understands that Kel Echa, that there's one God in this world. So every Yid has the Kayal and says Nefesh, and they have to do it. And the original letter, he says it could be through speaking or it could be through writing. That's what he writes in the letter. Elsewhere, the Friedrich Rebbe says it could be through money also. But here it could be through speaking, writing, whatever it may be. A Yid has the Koyach and the Oyes to be Moiser Nefesh. The greatest fear in the United States is, uh, well, the joke is that the, pu- the greatest fear is public speaking. Right? It's greater than death itself. But uh, the truth is, there's a little bit of kernel of truth. Because uh, I, 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 saw a I saw a psychology book a few days ago. The greatest fear is public humiliation. The greatest fear that people have. Even greater. Ah? Busha. To be publicly humiliated. Um, so the, uh, in any event, so a Yid has the Koyach to be Moiser Nefesh. Even if it goes against his or her personality, if it calls for it, if there's a Jew, Chas Shalom is going to marry a non-Jewish person. Right? If there's a Jewish child who's going to go to a Goyesha institution, in the olden days they would call it Shmad. You have to understand, the Friedrich Rebbe says that when you go by a school, a not religious Jewish school even, you go by some reformed school, you should stand outside the school, the Friedrich Rebbe said, and you should announce verbally, this is a place where they shmad Jewish children. This is a place, this is a, a base shmad. This is a place where they take children like in the old days in the church and they make them a foreign religion and uh, no connection to God. So a yid has to, no one could stand at the sidelines, it doesn't fit my personality, there's no such thing. A yid has the kayak to be my nefesh, al kedushas, al Everyone have a wonderful day.